Hello, and welcome to Online and Inspired, a weekly podcast for educators, parents, and those leading the way in the future of learning. I'm Emily Smith, founder and CEO of Teleteachers. And I'm Marissa Rothermel, special education teacher extraordinaire, or mommy, as my daughter calls me. We are on a mission to live inspired always and talk about our jobs as education innovators, aka modern day educators navigating all the things. We are here as pioneers in online education, firmly set in our beliefs in equity, equality, and balance in all things. We are proud educators, proud parents, and we are here with you every week to talk about how we embrace it all, from ed tech news to uh uh-ohs and boo-boos. Thank you for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe. In everything that we do, we strive to bring levity to the conversation. If you're not leaving this podcast with the same feeling you leave the workroom after some juicy banter we all love, we're doing something wrong. We're moving the water cooler conversation online. So let's get to chatting. Are you ready, Marissa? I'm ready, Emily. I'm caffeinated and committed. Let's talk online and inspired. Good morning. It is Tuesday. May 31st, 2022. And we are coming to you uh, on a Tuesday this week because Memorial Day was yesterday. And Emily, how was your Memorial Day spent? How, how did it go? It was great. My mom came into town. So we had some uh, granny on duty this weekend, um, which was really helpful because Madison, uh, for those who know, has just turned two. And we're, I really appreciate having an early childhood educator mother (laughs) so that when she's, uh, you know, laying on the sidewalk, kicking her shoes off, um, you know, I've got somebody there coaching me on how to respond or not respond or, you know, whatever the situation might handle. So I got some good parent coaching this weekend and, um, some time to nap and, uh, you know, go do a few fun things. So it was, it was great. What about you? That's wonderful. I am all too familiar with the, uh, the tantrums. My daughter has decided to be, uh, just a little precocious in that way. And while she's only 20 months, she has fully embraced the uh, quote unquote terrible twos already. And we, we just love a meltdown around here. We just love it. We rented a boat yesterday for Memorial day and it was the first time I've ever gotten to witness a child have a full meltdown on a boat and just laying flat on her face in the center console of this little boat. And I'm like, we can't go anywhere because if we hit a wave, she's going to smash her face. Uh, and, you know, just kind of letting her feel her feelings in the safest manner po- uh, possible. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, re- I'm really familiar with that. And, and that kind of uh, breathe, you breathe a little bit differently while you're waiting for those moments to pass and kind of laughing internally when they're they're having their meltdowns over the silliest little things and uh yeah yeah my child's favorite thing to do is to stand in the refrigerator which is really not a thing that we promote around here (laughs) and so it is a guaranteed tantrum result every single time because we just won't let her stand inside the (laughs) inside the fridge yeah that's tough 
you know, it, it looks like you've got a lot of color today. You know, I have, I have color to spare. I'm like a Crayola box over here. Uh, I have, I have so much color. Uh, we went out on a boat. We were fortunate enough to be able to uh, get a rental yesterday. And my husband, my daughter, and a friend that we have visiting from New York took that out on the water. It was the first time I'd ever been out on a small craft in the ocean. So that was a different experience. Um, I've always been on a river or a lake before. So that saltwater spray was different. Yeah. What Uh, were the waves doing? Was it, was it like wavy? There were some (laughs) waves. It was wavy. When we were in the Harbor, it was a little unsettling actually. Charleston is a Harbor, um, port for cruise ships and for cargo. Uh So we're out in the Harbor with like these massive shipping containers and a cruise ship was there. And there's a, there's a permanently stationed, um, uh, the USS Yorktown. It's like a, a, a military aircraft carrier. And here I am on this little dinghy, right. Out amongst all of this and going wave back and forth. It was, it was wild. It was really interesting going out in the harbor was not my favorite section we ended up going kind of up through um it was like a nice long no wake zone and that was quiet and there were dolphins swimming next to us and you know we just went on this nice little cruise up to where we could uh throw the beach up on or go throw the boat up on a beach (laughs) and we met some wonderful local folks um which was a lot of fun. And I got, because of just talking with them, because I'd never dealt with tides before, uh, talking with them about how to anchor and how much time we had and all that, they were kind enough to share a local dish that they had on them uh, called boiled peanuts. Are you familiar with these? I've heard of them. I've never had them. They're everywhere here, everywhere. I mean, like going into a gas station, you know what I mean? There is a, a, a vat so to speak, of boiled peanuts. Uh, They're on all these menus as appetizers. And I've never really been too keen to try a boiled peanut. I didn't really know what they were. I didn't understand what they would be like. And these folks had made their own and brought them with them for their day out on the beach. And they shared them with me and a boiled peanut, evidently super healthy for you because boiling releases the antioxidants that are in the shell. Uh, so they're like four times healthier than a standard peanut and peanuts healthy peanuts are not unhealthy. I mean, they've got a fair amount of fat and salt and all that kind of stuff, but it's a nut. So you got your protein. Um, yeah. So they're slimy. That's the best thing. (laughs) They're so slimy. Oh no. I think we might have to switch topics. I really, I really, I wanted to like these, you know, trying to fully embrace like local things to do, you know, and someday go to the gas station, get myself a scoop of boiled peanuts. It's not going to happen. It's not, I can't drink that Kool-Aid. You know, the, the peanut went in my hand and immediately like, oh, that's a slimy peanut. And then you have to crack open or kind of really mush open the soft shell and then there's your standard peanuts and they I mean they look gross there's nothing there's no you know you've got the pink that that used to be the that flaky shell in inner inner lining or whatever of a peanut that is now absorbed to it and it's just this slimy squishy peanut that's also very salty inside they were not my favorite (laughs) I did take a picture though, so I will put it up on our uh, 
on our social media so everyone can see the insides of a boiled peanut and I really appreciated the share. I did. I did. You I did tried it. it. Nora would not try it. She she took one look oh. at those peanuts and she was, she was not having it. But uh, I did try it. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried it now. I can tell you that they're they're not my favorite thing. Um, but I, I'm glad to have tried it. So and that's starting a conversation here in teleteachers a little bit about, you know, what's your local, what's your local foods? What are, you know uh what's what's famous where you are because like up in upstate new york tiny hot dogs were a thing uh mm-hmm. tiny hot dogs are like two inches big and they're served on tiny little rolls and usually with some meat sauce on top of them um everyone also knows about chicken wings because uh they were born in buffalo new york but so buffalo wings and tiny hot dogs that's the new york experience um and so I don't know, it's starting this conversation about, you know, what are, what are your regional foods? Do you have Ooh, one? I don't know. What do, I don't know what people eat in South Florida. I mean, I don't know. Does Fort Lauderdale have regional foods? Probably. Or, I don't know. Like I, all I can think I of is know. like a Cuban sandwich. Do you have a. Oh, yes. That's, Miami that's kind of your area. Like the place. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet it's something along those lines. Something along that. Yeah. That's I always associate a Cuban sandwich with South Florida because I've heard that no other Cuban uh, compares at all to getting one down in Miami. So that's my oh, guess. Yeah. I'll have to go down there and check it out myself. I do love a Cuban Come sandwich. Come on down. <laughs> Come on down. Leave your uh, boiled peanuts in Charleston. Yeah, thank you. Some, I will. <laughs> wherever the better local flair. <laughs> yeah, wherever the boiled peanuts are, they can stay exactly where they are. <laughs> uh, yeah. But what did you do with the rest of the weekend? I know you traveled last week and we'll circle around to that, but um, mm-hmm. what else did you do this weekend? I went to a movie. It was so fun. I went and saw Top Gun, 10 out of 10, highly recommend. Um, it was amazing. And I had not been to a movie in over five years. That's, Crazy. Yes, I totally understand. We just went to a movie for the first time since I think 2018 or 19, the Friday before that. So it's it's wild. Wow. I don't know where the time goes. Um, so this movie was great though, Emily, you're telling me it was great. so good. It was, it was my favorite movie now by far, hands down, my favorite wow. movie. Everybody needs to go see it if this is your thing. And it Are was you a big also, Top Gun fan. Um, I mean, I had to watch like a YouTube replay because that came out when I was super young and I've seen some, well, super young, AKA not born yet, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen it, you know, several times. Um, but it was, it was also really fun because, you know, my husband and I had never been to the movie theater together and coming up, growing up in a small town, growing up in Missouri, you know, from high school, that's what you did. You went to the movies with your boyfriend and, um, you know, it was just, I don't know. It was kind of nostalgic. I'm like, we've, it was so nice to dress down Mm -hmm. and go to the movie theater, get the popcorn um, I just loved it. Now, you know, maybe my, so my personality is like, wants to go to the movie nonstop now. And I've already looked at like in, into July, what's coming out, but it was awesome. Have you, or do you have plans to go see it? Uh, well, so here's the thing. I desperately want to see this movie. I absolutely want to go see it. Everyone's raving about it, but I have a problem. And that problem is not childcare. The problem is my husband's never seen the original. I have I don't no. I think you have to. Oh, no. Well, but 
There's going to be references. Okay, you can't go see the sequel to Top Gun without having seen Top Gun. How did he get to his mid-30s without seeing Top Gun? I don't know. It was it was always on when I was a kid. You just you turn on any channel and there's Tom Cruise and Goose. <laughs> I don't I don't know yeah. how much to not see it. How, so how are you going to solve this problem? For uh, forcibly, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to sit down, watch this movie, so you can take me out on a date. Uh, no, but we really we need to prioritize watching Top Gun. And so I said to him yesterday, last night, I was like, "All right, let's let's sit down and watch Top Gun. It's super late." And he goes, no, no, I'm too tired. We're not going to watch it right now. We had a long day out on the water. Um, I was like, all right, maybe tomorrow night or the day after he goes, well, here's the thing. It's leaving Netflix tonight. So we really, we really need to prioritize watching it tonight. And I'll have to, uh, I'll have to let you know if I succeed in doing that. Otherwise, I guess we're going to have to rent it from Amazon or something like that. But um, yeah, yeah. High priority is, is seeing, getting him to see Top Gun and, I don't know. Maybe it's, I dated a pilot, you know, when I was younger. So maybe I have this, this inner part of me that thinks like everybody needs to see this movie because it was obviously, you know, a reference point for him. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. Did he take you flying? Uh, Yeah. And actually I flew an airplane. Uh, He had gotten me lessons. So I did, I piloted my own aircraft in my, in my youth. Uh, of course cool. you did of course I did of course you did Marissa <laughs> like beekeeper you know oh my gosh of course there's I did yeah. literally nothing you haven't done you're so entertaining I'm sure there's something I just haven't discovered it yet <laughs> it's whatever it is it's gonna be something that everybody else did you know like see Top Gun um but yeah no flying is really really cool and I have a friend currently working on getting his private pilot's license and I can't wait till he gets it just so that I can go and uh play around with it some more. So it's, it was fascinating. When, when I worked in Alaska, um, the only way to get to the schools where I worked was via bush plane. Mm -hmm. And so it was so fun meeting pilots who were up there getting their hours. And I mean, not that they were anything like top gun pilots, but just (laughs) It is so cool. It is. I mean, there's something about flying a plane and that movie, like just seeing it on the big screen. It was like, yeah, I actually was very sure that I was going to live in Alaska. Um, I just fell in love with the state of Alaska, learning about it uh, in the second grade. Actually, I just fell in love with everything Alaska because I had an incredible teacher who we did this immersive Alaska project. And it was as if we were booking a uh, extended vacation there. So we ver- we had to, and this was before the internet. All right. So with paper and pen and magazines and books and encyclopedias, all of this stuff, we were making a budget. We were uh, creating an itinerary of things that we would do. We had to look up the local places to go and things to eat. And it was just this entirely immersive ex- like unit that lasted a month. And at the culminating event, she would... Um, she would get local fare or like, like from Alaska, she would, we would eat Alaskan food. So we had like salmon in our second grade, second grade classroom. And I just fell in love with everything about it. And I read all about Alaska. And then I dated this, this uh, pilot who wanted to be a bush pilot in Alaska. And I was totally sure that's where I was going to end up. And nope, never, never quite made it there. So now it's just on my list for going for a cruise someday someday 
Well, thank goodness that wasn't your life because now you're living your best life in Charleston. That is a You're fact. getting getting sunshine and you're eating boiled peanuts. I am. The boiled peanuts are awesome. And we're going out and we're doing so much and it's wonderful. And I have to tell you a funny story about this weekend. And I kind of teased it on our uh, internal Facebook page, but my daughter brought me a gift this weekend and it was... <laughs> awful honestly so she is she is that child who really isn't hesitant to explore a new thing we were out and about and she was wandering um along a fenced area I'll be honest we were at a brewery um and it was like this big outside space and we're out hanging out in the evening and she walks up to me just so excited to show me something and then she gets real close right up next to me and hands me this precious gift which was a petrified frog. Oh, like not, not like an alive one, like actually a pet, like fossilized basically frog. And she just puts it in my hand and I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I didn't know. Like she had just walked up to me with this dead frog. And she was so proud of herself just that she had given me this unique gift of something that she had never seen before. And all I wanted to do was scream and run away. But I didn't. So, but we did go wash your hands immediately afterward. And I talked to the folks that were inside afterward and they're like, oh my God, we have so many, so many tree frogs out there. It happens all the time. So at least it wasn't, you know, some sad story of a frog. It was just, I don't know. It's quite the gift. Let me tell you, I did not keep it. <laughs> I did not keep that gift. Uh, I took a photo of her looking very, very proud of the gift that, that she had given me. Um, and then we disposed of said partially fossilized frog so oh but uh, how cute yeah she she's just getting into that like shared experience part of her life which I find really really cool so now like if she tastes something and she wants it now she wants you know she wants to share it with me she wants to have me taste it as well and this is a very new development uh you know where she wants to bring me what's important to her that kind of thing so it's fun it's fun 100%. That's so sweet. And you made a comment about uh, the Walt Disney quote that I put out in the Tuesday morning tea to the entire team. (laughs) Just so you know, when I when I chose that quote for the week, I was like, Marissa had better say something about this. 100%. I was grinning into my coffee cup. She chose she always leaves with an inspirational quote uh, for our team members. And this one was by Walt Disney. And I was like, that. That's for me. I knew it. <laughs> it was totally for you. hundred percent. But I, I felt it. I read that quote and I'm like, oh, that's a good quote. And then I'm like, saw that it's by Walt Disney. And I'm like, yep, figures. Of course it's by Walt Disney. Of course. Of course. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yep. Yep. I felt that. That was my smile for the first thing in this morning. And I needed it because I'll tell you what, all of this wonderful sun that I absorbed yesterday doesn't feel quite as lovely as it did (laughs) yesterday. I will be bathing in aloe for the rest of the week. And uh, actually last week, just to update folks, we talked last Monday how I was a bit under the weather and we'd had a COVID exposure. I am happy to report that we did dodge the COVID once again. Turns out I was just exhausted. Uh, But we we isolated all the days according to the CDC. We tested. We all came back clear. Thank goodness. Um, But evidently I'm not as young as I once was and I should maybe sleep more than a couple hours per night. (laughs) 
that's advisable. It is. It is. It is. I looked back at my Fitbit and I, and just to see how many hours and I looked at it and I saw, okay, four hours of sleep that night, five hours that night, six hours that night, three hours that night. I said, you know what? I think I'm, I'm finding the issue here and it might not be quite so COVID related, more of just uh maybe try to sleep and recharge a little bit once in a while. It's amazing how you are just like, go, 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 go. There are times I swear during my day where I'm, I'm starting to feel overwhelmed and I have taught myself to say, Emily, it's okay. You probably just need a nap. Mm-hmm. And not that I like check out and go take a nap. Sometimes I do and mm-hmm. that's fine. But sometimes I'm just like, oh, okay. Everything's going to be okay. The world's not falling apart. You're just tired. Yeah. And just like recognizing that. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's amazing. So, napping is actually my superpower. And it's Ooh. I don't sleep super well or over, you know, overnight. I can't sleep long periods of time, but I have found that a 12 minute nap, not a minute more, not a minute less, will completely change my entire perspective on the day. So if I'm getting You're, to that point. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, that's it. I, I need 12 minutes. I'll be right back. My husband makes fun of me for this constantly because he doesn't ever know where I'll be napping. He just knows that it'll be over in 12 minutes, wherever it is. So I'll just go curl up. I'll, it, it'll be on the floor. It'll be on a couch. It'll be on a guest bed, something like you never, I'll be sitting up in a rocking chair. I say, that's it. 12 minutes and I'm back every single time. You're a power napper. That's impressive. I am a power napper. It is so important. It's how I survive my day. It used to be, I had a 45 minute commute from a teaching position that I held for several years. And I would get so tired on that commute after teaching in special education classroom all day and all of the, the physical and emotional components that go with that. And I would often pull off, uh, at like a a truck stop or something like that. And I would be like, that's it. I'm too tired to drive. This isn't safe. 12 minutes on the cell phone timer, take a nap, continue on my day. So 12 minute nap, highly suggest it. We probably won't use this in our recruiting campaigns, (laughs) but working from home, I mean, seriously, you Mm -hmm. are able to, I mean, let's say carve out 30 minutes for lunch or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it's a power nap or whatever. But isn't it amazing that we have the flexibility to do that? And this sounds very millennial of me to say. (laughs) This is like, I'm a little bit embarrassed talking about this on a public platform, but seriously. Oh, it's a game changer. Sometimes you just, because you you know that you're going to wake up and you're like, okay, I got this. I can conquer the world. So why would you just continue to push, push, push? Exactly. You have to, or you're in a classroom surrounded by kids. They frown upon the 12 minute nap when you have students. It's true. (laughs) But the powers that be don't want you to sleep under your desk. It's a problem. (laughs) Did we just give our marketing and recruiting teams some good fuel? Some fodder. Yes. Are you a cat napper? Let me tell you about work from home. <laughs> but really, it's it's amazing the flexibility that this that, that it can give you, um, and just how that really plays into your overall physical, emotional, mental health. Um, mm-hmm. Just it's I feel like I, I feel grateful all the time for this opportunity because you can. I find that I can do my best work. I have my best voice. I find I can work the hours that make the most sense for what needs to be accomplished, whatever time of day that is, uh, when I'm feeling my best self, et cetera. Uh, it's really, it's just a total gift to be able to live and exist and work in this world that can be so much internet-based. 
um, and just how many wonderful people that we get to interact with across multiple time zones, which I think is one of my favorite things is talking to people and working with them. We're all working together, but it's a whole different time of day for other folks, you know, where they're making their breakfast. I'm like, oh, well, I ate lunch two hours ago and uh, I'm on my sixth cup of coffee, but I like your bunny slippers. So <laughs> you were, you were missed at last week's coffee, early risers coffee club. We oh, missed you. Thank you. I wanted I to do be there. Have, I was in a meeting. <laughs> I, I know your schedule's insane, mm. but one of our team members from Idaho showed up and I was like, whoa, it's really early for you, isn't it? He's <laughs> like, yeah, it's 6 a.m. Yeah. Like, well, this takes early risers coffee club to a new level. That's super early risers coffee club. Was, yeah. <laughs> mad respect wow it was fun too it's like it was really fun to kind of get together and then um speaking of getting together in person I've been so spoiled this past month so I got to meet you in person Mm -hmm. amazing so much fun (laughs) and last week I met Nana Nana Vaughn um one of our general education teachers she is phenomenal, such a valuable part of our team, always inspirational and knowledgeable. And I could go on and on about Nana. We got together in Austin last week in person. That is awesome. She's an author, isn't she? Doesn't she a published children's book author? Not only one published children's book. She has a series. She's written like, I think it was like 20 books. It's amazing. She yeah, we should have her on the show. Yes, I'm I'm making a note of that right now. Yes, that would but be she, a lot yeah, of fun. She sent Maddie one of her books. Um, and it's so cute. It's a children's book about ants. And the one uh the one ant is named Different because yeah. he's smaller than everyone else and dresses differently. And um it's just it's so cute. But that she is was, really cool. She was so cute. And I got to meet her husband. Um, and he was just the nicest guy ever. Um, they were so fun. So that's amazing. I, cloud nine. I'm so glad that you were able to have some good while you were in Texas because you were right. I know how excited you were for this trip. And then we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about what happened in Texas uh, last week, which is honestly too tragic for words. Um, but I'm glad that you were able to have some positive time, but can you talk a little bit about, you were basically landing in Texas as this was unfolding? Yeah. So I was on pretty much on my way to the airport. Well, you had sent me a message cause you knew that I was heading to Texas and you're like, heads up, here's what's happening. Um, and I had, uh, no idea. Um, it, the news was just starting to pour in and I was headed to Austin to testify at the Texas Education Agency's Commission on Virtual Education. So um, I was sitting on a plane and got a text message from the commissioner's chief of staff that said, hey, everything's canceled. Um, We'll reschedule. We're hosting, uh, you know, a lunch for everyone to get together. If you're still in town, we're so sorry. We just, you know, um, this is devastating. And of course, like we... it absolutely needed to be canceled and there was no bigger priority than just supporting, um, you know, the, the folks in Uvalde. Um, but it was, it was devastating. So I, yeah, as, as the, I get this text as the 
plane door was closing. Um, And so I still went to Texas. I had other things to do while in Austin as well, but it was just um, devastating. So I landed and um, we, some of our partners from Texas uh, were there to also testify. So the next morning we got breakfast and just were trying to process everything that was happening. And it was, I mean, it was, it, it hit hard. Yeah. It hit really hard. One of the things that Emily and I had talked to or talked about earlier is that, you know, this tragedy always, always hurts, always hurts, but it's really the first time that we've experienced it as mothers too, and how different, how different that feels. Um, And I just can't imagine how the people of Uvalde are feeling and processing. And, and honestly, it's a really difficult topic to even talk about. And there's so many divided uh, opinions about how things were handled. And there's, there's so much raw emotion tied to what occurred there last week. And um, we were able to put out some resources to support the staff uh, as they were working with students uh, of teleteachers. And I do encourage just anyone, if you are having a hard time processing what's going on because you could never become right with it by any means, but reach out to those that you care about and, and just kind of talk it through and be there. And then that's, that's the advice that I've given to so many people is, you know, the best thing you can do is be as present as you can be for yourself, for your family, et cetera, and kind of just cherish mm-hmm. that time and moments that you have together. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad that you were able to turn a, a, mm-hmm your trip that was not what you wanted it to be into a couple positive moments, uh, while you were out there. That's fantastic. It was, you know, it was, um, I think it's all about being around, being around people and being able to do that. And great times is wonderful, but in hard times, it's really meaningful. Um, you know, you open up your window. Um, I mean, I woke up that next morning and looked out my window and there's the state Capitol. Yep. There in Austin, Texas, and what was supposed to be just an exciting day, championing, championing virtual learning, um, turned into more, um, you know, grieving together and talking about it, and and I'm just understanding that, man, these are tough. Situ- these, I mean, these are these are heinous tragedies, and um, especially when we're sitting there talking with educators, like no community is immune to this. And I think that's what is so scary about it. Now having a daughter that's actually in a building preschool, Mm -hmm. um, you know, is it's crazy. It's scary. And it's just, um, yeah, there was no, yeah, it, it is, it's so sad. And it also makes you want to support communities with mental health resources, um, helping children who are grieving or who are filled with anxiety and worry because of these situations. I mean, immediately our minds went to Christina Jones of Guardian Mm -hmm. Lane, who is, has created content and resources and um, infrastructure to deliver therapy and grief counseling into schools. And so that was one of the, the resources that we shared internally with our team. But um, I think making, realizing that our schools are filled with trauma and grief, and we have to be thinking about supporting that type of infrastructure now and what can we be doing? Um, yeah, it was, it was devastating. 
It was a big thank thank you to Christina, by the way, for uh, sharing some of the resources that she had to kind of help uh, our team members process this tragedy for themselves and to help others as well. So big, big thank you to her for getting right back to us with some uh, very valuable resources. Um, But, you know, kind of speaking of supporting others, today is May 31st. And uh, tomorrow starts June, and June is LGBTQ Pride Month. Uh, its name has changed several times since it was, you know, developed in, I think it was 1999 or 2000. And uh, Pride Month is a huge event here in Charleston. And one of the events that are kicking off tonight, I'm, I have to say, I'm extremely excited for uh, we will be heading up to Holy City Brewing for the Not Scholastic Book Fair. <laughs> the marketing. <laughs> Excuse me. Ooh, I have to hear more about this. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I'm so excited for this event tonight. It is a book fair, uh, lots of children's books, um, adult books, et cetera, talking about the LGBTQ experience. And it is basically a grown-up book fair, all uh, championing, championing, championing the voices and authors of uh, individuals who, who, you know, are LGBTQ. And I can't wait to just see what is going on. I'll take lots of pictures, 100%. Uh, and that's the way that we'll be kicking off Pride Month here uh, in in my family anyway, and supporting our loved ones who, you know, with the this kind of lifestyle. So, uh, but yeah, that'll be that'll be really exciting. The Not Scholastic Book Fair. I love their marketing campaign so much. Instead of the classic red logo with a little book by it, it's purple and it's got a little, uh, I think, a wine glass next to it. But it's it's really cute theming. And as somebody who waited for book fair days to hear that this is one of the events that are coming on, I'm so excited. Uh, so I look forward to reporting. Oh, so fun. Yeah, I look forward to reporting about uh, what kind of events that are going to pop up for Pride Month and celebrating the voices of those uh, in the LGBTQ community. community. So that'll be that'll be a lot Take of fun of- to talk about. <laughs> Take some pictures. Report I will. Back. That'll be I fun. will. 100%. 100%. It's such an important uh, month to celebrate. So I'm looking forward to it. I guess related to that. So because I do like to... Uh, keep my book recommendations tied to, you know, the things that are going on, whether it's in special education or the voices of uh, people in the LGBTQ community, because this month is Pride Month. I have chosen a book that I downloaded because everybody has talked about it. And I swear I didn't pick pick it just because there's an adorable rabbit on the front cover. Uh, The book is called Wow, No Thank You. And it's by Samantha Irby. And I've downloaded it. I've started it. And uh, it's recommended that you listen to this book because it's author read and her voice comes through so strongly. So uh, it is a collection of hilarious and self-deprecating essays that makes for delightful listens. And uh, she's she's about 40 years old at this point. uh, And she lives with her wife in a predominantly white Republican neighborhood. And she's talking about the difficulty of finding adult friends to bodily angst and the loss of her cat and just a very uh, real and raw, like I'm a memoir junkie. So this is along that vein. And so I suggest that you check out Wow, No Thank You by Samantha Irby. How about yourself? Do you have a book recommendation? 
Well, following my fun times at the movies, I so my personality is a little bit, I don't want to call it addictive. Maybe it's addictive, but in, it's worked out positively for me so far. Um, the So I had a great time at the movie and I'm like, oh my goodness, I want to keep going to the movies. I've got to go to see all of the movies. I don't want to miss out. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went online and to the cinema's website and I saw that there are two books that are coming out on the big screen as movies in July. One is Where the Crawdads Sing and the other is Mrs. Harris, Miss Harris Goes to Paris. Oh, I like and that. I, yeah, so those are, I haven't read either, of course, Where the Crawdads Sing is, um, you know, is, is um, famous and everybody knows, knows that title. Um, but those are the two that I'm going to be reading in anticipation of being able to go to the movies in July. I well, haven't read them. So I'll keep you posted. I, I look forward to hearing more about that. I've never heard of this book where the crawdads sing. Is this a, a, a famous book? I don't, I don't never heard anything. Yeah. No, I've never heard about this once and I'm a book junkie. Really? Really? Never. <laughs> what is it about? <laughs> Oh, well, now I've got to go Google it um, to make sure that it's what I'm thinking of. I, I have never, I've never heard about this at all. You know, I think it was also on Reese Witherspoon's book club. Oh. Um, and I, I, I could be wrong there, but I just assume everything that goes on her book club is famous or becomes, you know, <laughs> it should be, it should be famous. So yeah, I'll report back the more that right. I get into that. Perfect. 2018 novel is set in North Carolina. Oh, the neighbors. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll have to check it out where the crawdads sing. At least yeah. now I know where they're singing. All right. Where are the crawdads? Yeah. Sing? And that down. Yes. So I don't know. I'm just fascinated with books that become movies All because right. you always go to the movie and you're always anticipating like, oh, you know, will this be good? Will this won't? But right. I don't know. You're reading a book for an extended purpose besides just entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> to get a second dose of entertainment. That's right. I just, I just really want to go and judge the movie. Honestly, I love to do that myself <laughs> because I am a book junkie. I really, really, really love a good read, but then I love to watch the movie and go, oh, the book was better every single time. I don't think it's ever <laughs> been the other way where the movie, uh, the movie was better than the book, but uh, it's still a very fun comparison. All right. So let's see. We've got a couple more things. As folks who are listening at home may have realized is we are not having a guest this week. Emily and I decided that we would kind of take it easily with our Tuesday broadcast before we start a whole slew of wonderful voices that are joining us in June and July. Uh, we have lots of people that we are planning to meet with over the next multiple weeks. Uh, so we decided we would take it a little bit easy this week and uh, just kind of just the two of us catch up. We never get a chance to do that. We always feel like we're we're rushing through all of our little mini segments here, and uh, I hope you've enjoyed listening today. We have a couple more things to chat about, and one of those is tech talk. And I am so excited with my new tech toy. I think you've heard of these, Emily. They're called dot cards. Yes. When you yes. sent it to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, Marissa's going to love this. I had <laughs> actually thought about getting one before you sent one to me or sent Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. A dot card is basically you can either have a physical actual like credit card sized card that has a QR code on it, or you can have a little circle uh, sticky that you would put on the back of your phone. 
And basically what it is, is a way to keep all of your contact information. It's like a virtual business card. And so the dot on your cell phone or on my laptop as it is, you know, I can just have somebody tap their phone to it and suddenly all of my contact information comes up, my Facebook and my Instagram and, you know, Venmo, all of these cool things all in one place. And of course I got one both for personal use, but also I got one for online and inspired. <laughs> so I so feel fun. doubly cool uh, uh, to have our own QR codes now to share information so that it's wonderful for the podcast because now I can be like, oh, you want to listen, tap, here you go, or scan with a QR code. And there's every single place where you can find us on the internet. And uh, right now we are currently developing our website for the show. And I look forward to uh, announcing that in the next couple of weeks and hopefully be able to put some swag with it. So lots of fun things to come. I know that that will be fun. You were too busy traveling to really play with tech last week. So I'm going to go right (laughs) over to influencers we admire. Who's your influencer this week? Ugh, I don't have an influencer this week either. <laughs> Emily, Emily, what are you doing? You're working too hard. <laughs> I haven't done my homework. That's okay. That's I'm so okay. bad. At- I'm sorry. That's all right. You can be the influencer we admire today. So, you know, oh my, at my CEO story. Okay. I'm stealing it. You're going to do a self plug. <laughs> oh, That's- you're too kind. Uh, Lots of baby pictures. Yes, there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone loves a baby picture. Um, Well, that's okay, because I could talk about my influencer for forever. And that is SBSK, uh, Special Books by Special Kids, who someday, maybe desperately, I want to bring on this influencer to our podcast. And this gentleman goes around and interviews people with disabilities, um, intending to create a more inclusive world. And, you know, there are plenty of people with disabilities out there, but he has met some just incredible individuals living with some extremely challenging differences. Uh, And your heart just becomes full listening to the interactions, interactions that they have. Um, And they've got the full interviews available on youtube.com slash special books by special kids but he also has an Instagram and a Facebook. Um, Just, I can't say enough about the incredible work that he's doing and bringing awareness of unique differences uh, with that intent to create a more inclusive world. It's just amazing, amazing work. And I I really suggest that everybody pop by their page. It's really so cool. Uh, Awesome. We got to get him on the show. We do. We really do. I have followed him for years. I have uh recommended his work to everybody across the special education uh world that I have come in contact with and I think I even mentioned him on the show one one time before uh before we were doing this influencers segment and I will make sure that I link that on our Facebook and on our Instagram this week and just so everybody knows we do use a lot of the story feature on Instagram and on Facebook so always make sure to check out the stories because that's where a lot of ours is coming we've had a lot of great engagement uh with people making recommendations uh, for their own influencers, responding to our stories. And I I love that. Please keep it up. And what we're going to ask this week is, what is a local dish your area is famous for? Because Emily is going to go find out what South Florida is famous for. And I know boiled peanuts are here in Charleston, but what is the area? uh, what's What's your unique dish 
known to your area and I can't wait to hear those answers and we do have a sticker that we are able to send out this week it's a living inspired sticker it looks really really cool I have it on my laptop and uh, we will be able to send that out this week to some of our responders so please do please do chat with us I'd love to know what local foods are out there because then I have to go try this is and this is my favorite piece of swag that we have. It's so cute. Such a cute I, sticker. Yeah. When we designed this Live Inspired logo, we wanted it to be like something, you know, out in the woods, camping, or, you know, in front of a body of water. Just it's very nature inspired and it also has a little like travel van on it. So it's it's really, it's really sweet. Cute. It's my favorite too. It's absolutely I, I have a couple of these stickers and they are put up everywhere and I do feel inspired by them. So great marketing. Uh, <laughs> two thumbs next up. Next one's just going to be up. like, it's going to be someone taking a nap for the next one. <laughs> the number 12, the number 12 underneath it. <laughs> I think that's perfect. I think that'll be a lot of fun, but that is coming to the top of our, our hour together here. And it is time for us to close out. So Emily, you want to play us out today? We can't wait to see everybody next week. Yeah, this has been so fun catching up with you. I know that we don't do it often um, and we love our guests, but it was also really nice to chat with you. This was a lot of fun. I feel like we had a nice uh, relaxing, meandering uh, catch up today and, and we should just do this every once in a while. It was wonderful. I was so glad to actually get a chance to talk back and forth with you. well thank you for joining us everyone today take a deep breath remember we the education and parent community work better together we innovate better together and we don't need to be in the same physical space to do it we are online and inspired and we are so delighted that you have decided to listen in today you can find us working to live our best lives online via our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. Search for Online and Inspired, where you can also find our personal handles and, of course, plenty of baby pictures. We've recently had several people from around the world tuning in, and that feels awesome. We had Russia. We had uh, New, was it New Zealand. We had the UK. We had Indonesia listeners last week. That is awesome. So keep spreading the word and sharing us as often as possible. And if you are looking for a position in online learning or have a school district in need of some help providing those necessary special education, occupational therapy, physical therapy, et cetera, services, please check out our website at www.teleteachers.com slash join.html if you are interested in applying and follow Teleteachers on Facebook or Instagram. Stay connected, stay inspired. And we'll see you next week.